Hello? Good evening, sir. Crazy cats and kittens out there in Powered Person Land. Welcome back to Text Before Calling. I'm your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is Eric Wheelman Wheeler. How are you, sir? I don't have to explain myself. I never asked you to. Um, a simple fine would be adequate or, you know, anything that uh, progresses things. Is that something you feel you're entitled to? Uh, no. Uh, simple pleasantries have never been my strong suit. Uh, inane chit-chat is uh, uh, um, something I despise in general. So, yeah. What's this shit about you wanting to go out and like be a social butterfly? Uh, not wanting. Thinking more I should. Um, Why? Um, what possible benefit to society is there in this? Uh, not to society, but possibly to myself. I don't know. Uh, Perhaps. Let me let me throw something your way. Yeah. Perhaps you should think of others before you make these sort of disastrous decisions. Oh, that's what I've you know pretty much done my entire life. You know, the most of the reason I avoid the rest of society is because I, I realized I had nothing to contribute. But uh, uh, I, I think here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. Here's your brain right uh -huh. now, okay? Yeah. Your your brain is the overall of all this, all right? Exactly. And you, you, hold on. Oh, you have sorry. Donald Trump sitting there, which mm -hmm. is the old classic Sean Nasty we all know and tolerate. Are we playing Herman's Head? So there's, sure. So there's Donald Trump just sitting there idling, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's nothing creative there. Nothing's being generated. It's purely mm -hmm. reactive, all yeah. right? And then in stride, Steve Bannon, all right, <laughs> fresh from groundlings, saying, Hey, here's my dumb fucking idea. You should do it. And it's an executive idea. It's an executive action saying, go to the party. And you just sign it. You don't even think about it. You just sign it. I'll go to the party. Mm -hmm. I'll go on society. Yeah. I'll, I'll go to Ralph's. I'll buy, uh, I'll buy grapefruit juice instead of orange juice. Oh, no, God. Sean. That's disgusting. Don't try new things. Not you. <laughs> um, the world is a, is a wonderful, exploratory place full of unknown pleasures for others. Well, as has been discussed on previous uh, uh, episodes of this show, I, I tend to stay away from the new and the different for quite a long period of time, and then I will uh, ultimately explode in complete newness, being, you know, moving across the country for no good reason whatsoever, just to change everything at once. Where'd you move from? Uh, from Chicago to Alaska to San Diego to L.A.? You don't need a single goddamn reason to move from any one of those places. <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, in general— You wake up. You wake up and say, oh, it's Tuesday. It's like the opening of Apocalypse Now. You go, shit. Southside. <laughs> shit. I don't know any other neighborhood. Uh, uh, what's that place? Wicker Park. The Josh Hartnett <laughs> movie. Shit. Wicker Park. And then you just leave. Mm. You just get in a car and you leave. It's your family, your job, your, you know, your buddy Rom— Pretty you much leave how it all it, behind. Pretty much how it went. Well, you got out before the martial law. That's good. Uh, that's true. Is it martial law in Chicago now? No, that's what uh, that's what our our, our fellow was uh, 
threatening, though. Mm. Well, probably it, probably a total coincidence. He was threatening it uh, immediately after Rom was giving him the business. Uh, who's our fellow? Are you talking about our fellow uh, Trump? Oh, he was threatening martial law. <laughs> yeah, via via Twitter, of course. Oh, yeah. He threatened to send in the feds, which you know leads one to the thought experiment of what if Obama had threatened to send in the feds to Dallas or whatever to Chicago like, for what? Oh, he was saying, oh, you know, it's really violent Chicago. I'm going to send in oh, just the feds, because meaning the military or the National Guard. Their but, murder rate is, like, more than it's ever been. or uh, Yeah, but it's not even the most violent city in the country. It's because 10 minutes earlier, Rahm Emanuel was giving a speech criticizing Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly. But I'm saying, had Obama said, I'm going to send troops into Knoxville, Tennessee, mm. there would be a literal civil war, like, that night. Eh, I don't know. They did Waco. He didn't do Waco. He did, the black was, guy didn't do Waco. No, he didn't, but his his people did. I'm saying there have been armed standoffs with police, with mm-hmm. these fucking, you know, uh, who are the Oregon idiots? Yeah, yeah. The, and uh, that, that was apropos of nothing. Yeah. That was apropos of them not wanting to pay taxes or some shit. Sounds like a good reason. That's kind of how the country started, isn't it? Yeah, but if you're a poor, poor person, you don't just walk into the bodega and say, well, I don't want to pay sales tax on the Coke. Fuck you. Maybe that's what we should do. No, it's not, Sean. <laughs> I like having streets. I like having a power grid for the country. I like having a military. I like having things that have a price tag to them. Goddamn, we're just like going to realize the Second Amendment's there for a reason. Yeah, so people can go to the shooting range, you know, during the second act of a cop drama. <laughs> You know, after, you know, you, yeah, you realize that maybe being an architect isn't the, the best use of your time after your wife and daughter have been raped and murdered. I'm just uh, talking about Death Wish. Oh, gotcha. I was thinking uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop 2. I feel like it's in every cop movie. There's, a, you know, the, oh, there's, the low point yeah. in the second act. The, yeah, it's a uh, uh, a good way to get out some exposition and still have some action going on, but not require a whole lot of blocking. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that that shot, reverse shot, center punch. Exactly. Yeah, they're both facing forward, so you can just put the camera right, right in between them and have you them have shoot Eddie, past it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy firing, up, squeezing off a few rounds. Exactly. Flashback, step step print, slow motion of Judge Reinhold going down, and then Robocop walks in, and you get the the three shots in a row. What's his name? Fo- Jesus Foley. <laughs> Foley. Yeah, Axel Foley. Oh yeah, yeah. Jesus so. Foley, that thing's loaded. <laughs> And he says, it was. Really? That's a bad line. That's horrible. I hope that wasn't in the movie. It was. Oh, well. You know, that reminds me of one of my favorite lines. I think I've used this before. The the, uh, Street Fighter thing. Your mama's car is ice cream. What? And now I think that's Mortal Kombat. No, no, no. The Street Fighter line. So Street Mm. Fighter co-written by one of the co-writers of Die Hard. Hmm. All right. So at the end of Street Fighter, he walks in. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme has just killed Raul Julia, both on screen <laughs> and in real life. Son of a bitch. This is the cover-up that needs to be exposed. <laughs> um, so the other dude walks in and goes, Jesus, Guile, you look half dead. And he says, you should see the other guy, all dead. <laughs> the character and exposition. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tight. Uh, it's elegant. <laughs> Again, to quote our boy Donnie, pure elegance. Um, this was him describing the White House, White House uh, telephones. Pure elegance. 
the White House telephones? He said the telephones were beautiful. This guy clearly, like, like all joking aside, he obviously has dementia. <laughs> I don't understand why are the White House. Oh, are they like all like old school because they have to be like tap proofed or something? And like- there is no reasonable explanation to your question. <laughs> no one on earth looks at a telephone and goes, "Wow, that's beautiful." Did someone, like, run through with a can of gold spray paint and hose them all down before no, he walked I, in? No, I think he's never th- seen things that are not fake gold. <laughs> and he's like, wow, that's classy. <laughs> so you're, you're saying It that doesn't look like I'm trapped in the genie's bottle anymore. The phone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So all the phones are real gold there? That I thought you said you've been taking improv classes. Sorry, man. Yeah, you're not supposed to ask questions. Retire, bitch. <laughs> Just remember to text before calling. Does that phrase offend you as both a retiree and a bitch? Um, a retiree? I said re- there's a phrase on Twitter people like to shout at other people they don't like. They say, retire, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can certainly accept the bitch, but uh, I'm a little far from retiree. <laughs> you know, for all your failings, Sean, I would never call you a bitch for real. <laughs> you're, you're, um, I want to call you an obstetrician. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> you're obstinate. Yeah, that's that's a little closer to the truth. You're uh, a grump. A you, know you, you know what you are? Hmm. You're you're the troll that eats the billy goats. <laughs> Um, but you're not a bitch. Does, does you're not going make, out like a bitch. Does that make me beneficial in the long run? Like ridding your town of those hateful billy goats? I feel like you're going to have a really bad end, like rancor pit level mm. bad end. Little, but it'll, uh, be, it'll be frightening. It'll be like a message to others. Like a solo Thelma Louise sort of thing? Well, I'm thinking more like the image that just pops to my head is you being tied to a masthead and like set a, a flame set a light <laughs> i'm sailing i'm a sailor i yeah. sail <laughs> yeah you end on sort of like a ralph wiggum note <laughs> i'm an anchor good night john <laughs>